Whether this is your first episode or you've been listening through the ups and downs of the past 10 years here, you'll like this recap on what's new and what's changing in the Ericast's 10th year. Episode 252, Tradition and Tweaks. This is the Ericast for the week of January 11, 2015. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. If you've, uh, you might think this sounds a little bit different. It does sound a little bit different. So thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm going to explain what's going on here. Um, you know the listener feedback number, 206-339-3742. Welcome, or welcome back. Um, described here, I'm really trying not to say we, because we tease about the majestic we at the Aircast. It's just me. Um, Eric Larson, um, living in the Twin Cities metropolitan area. And the Ericast is a personal podcast, meaning that you either know me and it's like, oh, I want to hear more about Eric, what's Eric up to, etc. Or there's a topic that struck your fancy and and you just it's like, hey, he mentioned podcasting tips or something. I'm gonna check this out. I'm like, what is this? Well, it's kind of kind of eclectic, but so am I. So we'll we'll do okay with that. Um so I do thank you for listening. And this episode is uh sort of a you know, what do What's going on here? <laughs> where, where where are we? What's what's up? Uh, so 2015, uh, the Ericast started in March of 2005. And brief reminiscing, um, the super brief reminiscing. I will. It'll be brief. Um, I had been pointed to a uh, podcast called Chuck Chat by Chuck Tomasi. Um, and I went to the website, and I just didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't get it. I'm like, well, you have to log in or click something or what? What's the deal? Well, this was in the, this was back in the days. This is before the iPod, um, or super early. But I don't even think the iPod had come out yet. Um, there was the iRiver MP3 player, and then there was a a podcast downloading program called, and eventually became, uh, was called Lemon. But I think it was named iPodder in there at some point, and then Apple complained about that. It went through like three name changes. But at some point, somewhere right around March, late February, I guess it had to be because then I started doing one, so it had to be late February, something clicked. So, like, from December 2004 to, like, February of 2005, it finally made sense to me, like, oh, I get it, and the subscription model and the audio automatically being downloaded and just being there for you, everything fell into place in the mental model. Um, I was uh, wrapping up my uh, my master's degree, so so that it looked like I actually had time in my life, Um and I, I figured the best way to learn is by doing. Always been involved in technology, and in this case, you know, academic technology and communication stuff, and, and teaching and learning, and all those fun things. And I thought, well, I'm just, I'm going to try this. And out of the gate, I, I actually, um, you know, the, the intro and outro music that you hear was found. That I mean, that is how long it is. That is part of the tradition of the Aircast. That has not changed. Um, we've tweaked and re-edited a, a, a thing or two here. Um, we went from, uh, and those episodes are still available. They're still, um, you can still link to them off the site. They're out at archive.org. Well, they'll be, they will be kept forever and ever until they're not. Uh, we used 
some of those computer-generated voices, because I had not had uh, Matt and Joanne uh, record the the audio for the intro and outro yet. But yeah, that ha- that hasn't really, that hasn't really changed. The format's still the same. I still aim for twenty minutes. I still fail to hit twenty minutes. Um, last week was like a thirty-two minutes or something. I did not intend it to be that long, and it was shorter the first time I recorded it. You're thinking, oh, that's an interesting hint to drop. So here's the deal. Here's here's what's what's uh, here's here's what's new and changing. Um, what's changing? Not much. It's the short answer for you. You've noticed that the pre-intro summary is new, and that's kind of becoming a best practice. And the podcasting has evolved over the years. Um, I didn't used to have anything with episode title, uh, and then the idea was put the episode number up there so people could could know that. And now. What seems to be pretty popular is just the quick, you know, here's what's ahead. So, great, I can do that. I do think that's kind of useful. You have to keep it really concise because I also want people to be able to get to the number quickly enough if they're looking for something from a certain a certain date. So, that, that might be I'm pretty happy with what we have now, but I would love your feedback. The listener feedback number has not changed in 10 years, uh, 206-339-ERIC. Still sponsored by K7.net out in someplace like Seattle. So 206-339-3742 is how it spells it out. Uh, so that's, that's all, um, that's, that's what it is. Um, but why did I have to record twice? Well, I recorded twice because the first time around I had the wrong mic plugged in because I am sitting in my car as I was last week. And actually, and this is going to be a little freaky for you. Last week to you was just a few minutes ago to me because, as I've experimented with in the past, I am batching some episodes. I don't like the audio setup in here. It's too echoey. I have a big, fluffy Costco pillow. In front of this beautiful pillow. World's best pillow. It's a body pillow, but it's super fluffy. Oh, it's so fluffy. Um, anyway. Fluffy pillow, and I have some some fluffy fleecy stuff because my car has uh, leather, uh, leather and vinyl and stuff. It's not it's not upholstered. Phil Wilson, Philson uh, on Twitter, part of the Minovate podcast gang. Uh, there was a time probably three years ago or so now where they had done an interview and he was. Um, in Iowa, someplace or whatever, on the road, and I had to ask him later. It's like, Phil, you sounded outstanding. What you know? You have your own portable studio. What's the deal? You sounded really good. He said, No, I was just in my car. But cars, when they're upholstered, now leather is a little bit reflective and bouncy from an audio standpoint. And cars, you know, you got lots of glass. That's not good. But they are they are a sealed environment. So I'm doing this on Saturday while Ruth and the girls are inside, you know, cleaning the house and stuff, and it's. A, it's distracting when all this you know, productive work is going on, and B, um, it's noisy. You know, they're, the, the Ericast Studio A is in our what we call our sub basement, and just as a reminder, uh, our house is a three level split. So you walk in, you've got kitchen, dining room, uh, entryway you know, at the garage level. You go up to living room and two bedrooms, or go down to you know, family room and two bedrooms. But fortunately, someone, when they were building this house, was really smart. And under that level that they, they um, that you walk in on, the kitchen, dining room, 
um, which is a pretty small kitchen and pretty small dining room, but plenty big for us, so it's great. Um, but they, they dug a full basement. A lot of houses only have a crawl space there. They dug a full basement. So we call it the sub-basement because that family room level with the walkout is kind of, kind of the basement. Um, and it's got the, the washer dryer, you know, furnace, you know, water heater. Uh, but there's room for the desk and the computers and, uh, that's where the, you know, the electrical panel is and the, 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 the cable line comes in, the phone line comes in. So it's kind of always been the, the utility area. So it's easy to, to put the printers down there and plug them right into the router. But the problem is that if anybody is moving on the, the stairway or, you know, that, that main, you know, kitchen dining room level, if there's any movement there, it, it's, just sounds like you got a, a herd of herd of elephants have have stormed the the Aircast complex. So I decided today I would try recording in the car. Plugged in my uh, earphones to check and make sure that my same old little Olympus WS three twenty one was was recording okay. And somehow in the process of swapping cables, managed to plug in the boom mic from that, which doesn't really work. Rather than the same. Same Aircast mic that we've been using for years, uh, the weird little Stingray-shaped, uh, super cheap mic. So this setup here is the exact same mic that I usually use. The problem is I'm in a fairly bouncy, audioly reflective, those are probably not actual audio engineer terms, um, environment. So I'd be really curious to know what you think, like, that got really distracting, Eric. Please go back to your regular space. I will take the occasional creaking floors above you to this weird echo chamber thing. Or you might think, no, it sounds great. Let me know. Remember that number. Won't even repeat it. 206-339-3742. Okay, so, not much is changing. Um, we've got the new intro, but that's, you know, that's sort of about it. Uh, I'm keeping the three-word titles. Speaking of tradition, the three-word titles uh, go back to, some, I don't know why I started this, but somehow, and it just stuck. Every paper that I wrote in my undergraduate days, unless there was an external imposition from the faculty member it had to be titled a certain way, always had a three-word title. And it was an interesting, um, it just kind of became a thing. I thought, oh, I kept stuff interesting. Like, how can I, how can I create a three-word title for this? So I, I've just always done that. Um, Grad program, you can't really do that because it's just a different world. But I picked that tradition up again for the Aircast and have stuck with it for all these years. So I'm going to keep on sticking with it, and we'll see what what comes of that. But it reminded me, uh, Joseph Ruder uh, had done a a presentation on celebrating constraints, you know, the concept of curation, and not just you know creating with a with wide open uh, possibilities, but how can we create something? within a, you know, certain set of confines or sort of, you know, curate and move along something that already exists. I had to explain this to the girls, the concept of museum curation and that uh, the curators are not out there making paintings. They are taking paintings that someone else already made and then figuring out how can we best display them and allow people to, to, you know, learn by engaging systematically through some sort of structured process, etc. So, in a minor, minor degree, the discipline of creating three-word titles is a good one that I'm going to keep. Um, I am going to try to do better show notes. 
I'm two for two in 2015 so far, but eh, we'll see that if it keeps up. Um, but we'll see. I find myself referring back to show notes in other people's podcasts. Uh, it bothers me in the sense that, like, it really bothers me. Like, I don't get that upset, but. I'm starting to get really upset when there's just nothing there. It's like, yeah, here's this week's episode with so-and-so. I'm like, well, yeah, but they mentioned this website or what's their URL or how do, how do they spell that or what? So since I appreciate good show notes in other shows, I figure I should do them for myself. Um, and it's nice to have a structure. It's totally random rambling is a little bit dangerous. Um, I touched on the idea of batching these episodes not because I really like keeping them contemporary. I like having um, I like having episodes be you know today is such and such and here's what I did today. I really I there's a lot of value in that. The problem is it's so easy to fall behind. I mean last week due to some some very very good circumstances. I mean exciting home repair opportunities were, were presented to me. Um, but life happens, and the best laid plans, all that stuff. So what I'd like to do is kind of get a little bit ahead so I can keep on a true weekly schedule. Not going to promise a true Sunday or Monday schedule, but at least something that's truly, truly weekly. So um, we'll find out. And you may never know what is contemporaneously recorded and what's been batched. We'll see if I can keep it a secret. Um, so speaking of a twice-recorded, awkwardly echoey podcast. I am returning to my favorite G.K. Chesterton quote, that if a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing badly, and I'm just going to go for it. So, I... And I was tempted, after I'd realized that the last episode was completely inaudible and I had to re-record it, I was tempted to just throw up my hands and go inside and hang out with Ruth and the girls, and I realized, no, you know, we can do this again, and it's not perfect, but if you spend your life waiting for something to be perfect, it doesn't get done. So that's that's part of that learning process, and I want to encourage you in whatever you are facing, um, not to celebrate incompetence and say, ah, oh, I'll just I'll just throw some junk over here. No, I mean, try to do stuff well. Yeah, you know, try to do it well, but don't let the inability to do it perfectly or even super duper well stop you from doing it. Do it well enough, and then learn from that experience, and then keep moving. So, And on that topic, I'm going to close with a plea to you, particularly if you are technically inclined. I want to get back to the Dweeb Thoughts feed. I thought it was a really good idea, if I do say so myself, to sort of split the technical geekery thing um, into the Dweeb Thoughts feed, and then roll those into these episodes. Um... But, oh, I miss, I miss posterous so much. Posterous, posterous, what do we call it? Doesn't matter, because it's gone. And I really miss it. Um, it was a, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like Tumblr, but not, I mean, there's really nothing that competed with it, um, before or after. So it was a website, like a, a micro-blogging, easy-blogging website, but the idea was that you could throw any file at it, and it would present it properly, and it did it through email intake, so it was super simple. So if you emailed it a photo, it would, you know, embed the photo and take your email subject line and make it the title of the post, and you could add comments or whatever. 
But if you emailed it an audio file, it would take the file, put the file on their site, and then link it. Which meant that the FeedBurner feed, looking at a, a RSS feed that has links to audio, would see that and say, oh, I can turn it into a podcast feed. And it was the simplest, easiest, most beautiful way of getting a really basic podcast done. So that whole quick and easy, you know, I don't want to sit down with audacity like I'm going to have to do later today and assemble all this stuff and copy paste or whatever. It's not rocket science, but it takes time to mess with. The idea of just banging out a quick little, hey, I saw this or I had this idea. Posterous, even though it was spelled P-O-S-T, apparently it was pronounced posterous like preposterous, um, was so nice for that. And it's gone because they got bought by Twitter and poof, they disappeared. In fact, speaking of things that are gone, uh, technical thing, the daily mugshot, which was the take your own selfie um, as a sort of like a straight face, you know, like a police mugshot and watch yourself age over the years. Um, that site got sold and then died and then went under and has now been bought by an Asian dating blog. That's what the guy's running there now. So I have to I have to tweak emlarson.com to take that link off because now if anybody clicks on the link to see, oh, I wonder what Eric's daily post is and we can watch him age over the years. Well, no, you're just going to... You're going to find out how to get a bride from Thailand. So things go away, and I, I need to, you know, I need to cope with that and understand that posterous is gone, but I really want an alternative for that easy microblogging. I found some things that kind of work in theory, but the reality is they don't work well enough to actually be used. So um, and I think that's it. There are probably some other changes I'm not even thinking about or it may unfold, but uh, that's that's what I've got on deck. So uh, let me know what you think. If you've got any suggestions for me, uh, improvements I should make, uh, or just general feedback. Hey, it's awesome, or do more or less of that. Uh, I'm here for you. Um, though in reality, I'm doing this really for myself, because if I lived by comments that that's that's just a bad way to live. I love them when I get them, but that's that's a that's a free bonus tip for you. Is if you live if you live for the approval of others, uh, don't because <laughs> it's not going to work for you. Um, but I I love hearing from you, good or bad. Um, I love the feedback. Uh, that is a a very pleasant bonus of my doing this. So. Uh, do call in, 206-339-3742. Leave a message. Uh, let me know what you think. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.